exist on this earth to tell people that's not true. You can actually enjoy a athletic career and be a superb student. Um, not everybody does that. Uh, obviously, not every uh, high-level Division One athlete is devoted to their academics uh, as you are. Tell me a little about that intersection of athletics and academics uh, at a school like UCLA, how you manage your time, how you learn to, to, to do uh, time management. Right. Well, I have a passion for both basketball and my academics, so there's a big priority on both. Um, and I love them equally. So throughout my life, that's always been my passion. And I've just learned to do it growing up, playing sports, getting good grades is really what my family focused on. And I don't know, throughout time, it's just, you know, become an innate thing that I've developed in terms of time management. Um, any free time I have now, especially at UCLA, that's very academically strong and, you know, trying to be the best university and in the country, um, whatever free time I have, I spend it, you know, in the books and just trying to develop my mind and my game at the same time. Russell, I want to acknowledge earlier in the other earlier segment, you had said you would be satisfied with being just an engineer. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to clarify that nobody is just an engineer, especially not with an engineer degree at UCLA. And I uh, would love for you to just kind of share more about what being an engineer and what kind of engineering are you in and you know like what kind of career do you, are you looking forward to after basketball is done sure yes yeah sorry for my choice of words nobody is just an engineer or even just a student at ucla it's a great accomplishment every single day um but i am a mechanical engineer and i chose mechanical engineering because i felt it would be the most broad and would give me the best understanding of the world around me um that's kind of why I chose that field because I don't want to be a typical engineer. I want to have a broad base of knowledge and use it however I can. And right now um, I'm leaning toward the business side, management side, um, which is why I picked up the second major in business economics. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I particularly want to do with it, but you know, engineering at UCLA and business economics at UCLA, the Opportunities are endless in my eyes. So I'm curious about this, Russell. Um, I suspect that you're not somebody that goes out and tries to overtly influence other people to the way you do things, as opposed to setting an example. Would it be a fair statement to say that your approach to being an athlete at UCLA uh, from the academic side um, perhaps has had an influence on, on some of your teammates. Uh, I, I suspect that they see the way you go about your business influences them. Is, is that, is that a fair thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't go around, you know, preaching to everybody, this is how to do it. And this is the only way to do it. Um, obviously we have guys who have aspirations to be pro basketball players and, you know, that's their primary focus. Um, but yeah, I just do it silently. I do the work that I've always been doing and I could see it rubbing off on guys when, you know, my roommate Jaime Jaquez, he, he tries to keep up with me and uh, he's really proud when he can come back um, from a good day at school and say, I just got an A on this midterm. And, you know, we share in that glory of him doing well in the classroom as well. Um, both knowing that his priority is, you know, making it to the NBA, just like all our other guys. Um, yeah. Also, when we travel, 
Um, I do my work on whether it's in the bus or the plane. So these guys definitely see what I'm doing, the hard work I put in, and they appreciate me for it. And I think they try to emulate it at, at some level. So, yeah, just a silent example. Lucy, did you hear that? He is rooming with Jaime Jaquez. Well, that, <laughs> that raises a whole other series of things. And that is, I'm wondering if Jaime has had an influence on you in this regard. I cannot remember the last time that I watched a player on UCLA basketball team or any team with the um, the sense of purpose, despite injury, despite what would take other people off the court in a heartbeat. This guy is unbelievable. Has that has he had an influence on you in terms of, you know, playing in pain or just not giving up? I mean, I've never seen a guy with his perseverance. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I would consider myself a tough guy. I look at Jaime and, you know, he's on a whole nother level. Um, So looking at him definitely inspires me to to stay strong, stay tough and push through anything, whether that's something mental, something physical. You know, he definitely shows a side of basketball and life in general. You know, you can push through anything and still succeed. Um, so yeah, he's definitely an inspiration for me as well. And if I'm not recalling, recalling right, he's got a sister coming to the, to the school coming up, right? Yes. Yes, he does. And she's oh. a great basketball player and a, and a great person. So that's definitely a good addition to Westwood. We, we just had the 50th anniversary of title nine. And that raises something that I've asked athletes about over the years, uh, male athletes, especially, um, do you get a chance to watch the women? Uh, and do you find that, that the women have developed a, a style of play that is just every bit as exciting as, as, as the men's game. Have you had a chance to watch UCLA women's basketball team? Yeah, I try, you know, it's a little tough because they play during the same season as us, but whenever, you know, we're around, I try to bring all of our guys, try to support our women's team because they do a great job and they always compete at the highest level and they're always supporting us as well. Um, it's a big family here in Westwood, so try to bring everybody out and definitely realize our women are just as good, if not better, than a lot of men's teams. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, no, they they compete, <laughs> and honestly, I don't I don't see why they wouldn't be in the running for the title this year. Hopefully, we can get two of them in the in the same year. Go Bruins. Go Bruins, yes. When we come back on After the Glory, uh, a few more thoughts from Russell including perhaps a little discussion of the whole NIL thing and how that is uh, impacting uh, him. When we come back, Gary Stern, Lucy Sang, and our guest, Russell Stalling. Hey, this is Lucy Sang from Resiliency Coaching. I am a certified mental performance coach focused on working with athletes transitioning into life after the glory days of sports. I help like-minded people become high performers and thrive in all areas of life. My goal is to serve as your accountability partner and offer different perspectives as you make tough decisions. Learn more about me on Instagram at resiliency underscore coaching, R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-T-S-E-E underscore coaching. And thanks for tuning in to After the Glory. This is Daryl Wayne here to talk to you about the co-creator and co-host of After the Glory, Woodland Hills lawyer Gary Stern. When Gary's not talking to elite athletes, you can usually find him doing what he's been doing for almost 45 years, navigating the world of government. As a college student and young professional, Gary helped folks deal with federal and state agencies through his work as a caseworker with a local congressman and state senator. 
That work prepared Gary for a career as a consumer lawyer. Today, Gary still helps people in all walks of life, but his passion nowadays is his service as a mediator, mostly in cases like the ones he's been handling for over four decades, where people have been injured in accidents or in connection with their employment. You can learn more about Stern Law, the law offices of Gary N. Stern at his website, www.sternlaw.org. That's S-T-E-R-N. Or you can call him at 818-710-2717. That's 818-710-2717. And we're back on After the Glory. This is Gary Stern with my partner, Lucy Seng, and our guest, Russell Stong, UCLA basketball and student athlete par excellence. Uh, Russell, um, one of the things that I think we've, and we've asked a lot of our guests this question, uh, I don't think it matters whether you're a, a frontline starter and heading to the NBA or uh, um, playing the role that you, that you are as a, as a role player. I, can, I can't imagine uh, a more uh, exciting thing than to be in front of 12,500 fans um, and, and all cheering, uh, just generally cheering. And then, of course, when you come in the game, cheering for you. Um, is that something that you think you'll miss or is it something you've consciously been preparing for is life without the crowds? Uh, well, it's always been a dream of mine to be in front of these crowds and for it to actually be real is the biggest blessing and the biggest honor I could ever experience. So it will definitely be a part of me that will be missing. Um, but, you know, every good thing has to come to an end and a new good thing will start. So I'll figure it out. But for now, I'm just going to take it in, embrace it. And, you know, shout out to the den and everybody that shows up to Pauly and cheers for our guys and including me. It's really awesome. and We love it. We, we, we don't usually uh, after the glory talk too much about the between the line stuff, but let's, let's share with our fans uh, because it was such a huge moment in, on the national 